Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that these podcasts will bring some insights into who we are and what we do. So while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at PIRB.co.za for more. Welcome to another episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast. My name is Willem Tilpa, I'm your host, and in this episode, we're going to be discussing understanding cash flow, the importance of cash flow and managing it properly within your business. Now with me for this episode, I have Mr. Lee Smith from the PRRB and Mrs. Mandy Kill from the UPP group. Lee, Mandy, a warm welcome to the two of you as well and thanks Stack, for joining me for this episode. Thanks, Bella. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Willem. So just before we get into the juicy details of the of the conversation that we're going to have, and um, I do believe it's going to be an interesting one and it carries a lot of value to the audience, uh, for our viewers and our listeners out there, we're quickly going to take an ad break and we're going to see you right after this. This year, various role players in the plumbing industry will gather once more for an ultimate boxing showdown. And it's all in the name of charity. Yes, the plumbing industry is gearing up for this year's Champions for Charity boxing match. This white-collar boxing event will ultimately see various average Joes step into the ring and give boxing a bash. If you want to find out more about sponsorships or want to get involved, please email c4c at prrb.co.za for more. The BORB Master Plumber Recognition Program has officially arrived. As an essential service to society, there must be constant growth and development within this important and ever-changing industry. Developed by the PIRB, the Master Plumber Recognition Program has launched as a new PIRB designation, allowing industry champions to take the lead. Skilled and experienced plumbers equipped to take the lead, enroll today to start your journey in becoming a recognized PIRB Master Plumber. Welcome back. You're still tuned into another episode of the Professional Plumbing Podcast. And in this specific episode, we're discussing uh, understanding cash flow, the importance thereof to your business. And as I mentioned just before we went into the ad break, I have with me for this episode uh, Mr. Lee Smith. Yes, I did introduce him as a representative of the PRB, but Lee is also a business owner and has been in business for. Uh, just about as many years as I am old. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot. Willem. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks, thanks. Uh, so you are correct, Willem, uh, even though you introduced me as a representative of the Plumbing Industry Registration Board. Um, I'm sitting here as a businessman, as correct. a person who has run businesses, have businesses, and have been in positions where cash flow is an extremely important part of our business as well. So I'm looking forward to the conversation today and maybe imparting some knowledge to the, the audience through what I've experienced you know, in my business activities from that point of view. For sure. Mandy, I've introduced you as Mandy Kiel from the UPP group. Just a short introduction of, uh, by yourself to our listeners and our viewers, please. 
Thank you. Thank you, Willem. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm Mandy and I am a co-owner and director um, at the UPP Group, as well as another business called Coach Up. In both of the businesses, I am the number cruncher. I look after the finances. And cash flow is king. It's a topic very close to my heart. And so thank you for allowing me to participate in this morning's discussion. Mm-hmm. So... Manny and, and, and Lee, Lee, I want to start off by asking you the following question. Cash flow. What is cash flow to you? Well, I think Debbie, Debbie, uh, sorry, Mandy, sorry, Mandy. <laughs> Man, Mandy put it in elegant words is cash flow is king. Cash is king. You know, in a business, there are three, for, for me in a business, there are three important documents that you should be looking at, you know, concentrating on. Firstly is your budget. So you put your budget together and this is going to be my game plan, Mm. right? And we must bear in mind that document is also a piece of paper, Mm. sitting on a piece of paper. Then we have, okay, this is the game plan. Now we're going to play the game. Your actuals are telling you how you played the game. Mm. So you've got to compare the two. So this is where I was going to, and this is is where I intended to go to, and this is where um, I went. What is the difference? Mm. So that's pretty clear. It's like uh, the analogy should be used as like watching a rugby match or watching a soccer match, whoever it is. You don't watch it without knowing what the score is. Mm. So those two documents are, are keeping score for your business. But what people fail to understand is those, we make reference, those are documents on paper. They figures on paper. They're nothing more than that. The real story is in your bank. And that is what cash flow is about. Mm. It's the livelihood of your business. So those three are paramountly important that they need to work towards each other. But if I had to choose one of the king of it is, and as Mandy indicated, cash is king. So you can have a wonderful, your your, your actuals could say, you you can ever say, I need so much per month, and the actuals I received or I achieved is double that amount on paper, but what does the bank balance say? And that's important too, because the number one killer of any business, why they go out of business, is because of cash. Yeah, it's, uh, so it's basically the, the amount of cash that, that comes into and out of your business. 100%, yeah, in, in, a, in a nutshell, but <laughs> very important. Yeah. Mandy, how does cash flow compare to revenue? Is there a difference between the two? Cash flow and revenue, um, yeah. Definitely, there's definitely, there's quite a distinct difference. So um, I think for our viewers out over there, when we refer to revenue, um, if you look at the one document in your financials, your profit and loss or income statement, it's often that line that's reflected as turnover or income coming into your business. Um, so it's, it's looking at it as something very specific and um, in your plumbing business, it's typically what you've invoiced in that month. Okay, so it's the total value of invoices in that month. That's got nothing to do, as Lee indicated, with the cash that's actually in your bank account. But it does give you an indication of that we made a million rand in sales this month based on what we've invoiced. So that is what we'll refer to as revenue. Cash flow, on the other hand, is a much broader overview of the finances in your business. And it's looking at what's coming into your business as well as what's going out of your business. So it certainly does take into account your revenue. Um, It will 
also look at other income streams coming into your business. So, for example, if you've applied for uh, a loan and a bank's approved it and they made a loan payment into your account, um, so that would be seen as cash in your business. But importantly, and very importantly, and I think it's the area where people don't like focusing on, is the expenses in your business. So even though you might have invoice jobs, um, they might not, clients might not have paid yet, so it's not cash in your account yet. Um, you might have received a business loan, but equally you will have a loan amount that you'd need to, an interest that you'd need to be paying back to the bank every single month. And then all your other expenses that will occur every single month, your salary, regardless of the size of your business, there's your salary. If you have employees, it's your employee salary, your insurances, your marketing costs, um, tax, the one thing we don't like talking about, but you've got to pay every single month, your stock purchases, your vehicle purchases, all of those kind of expenses happen every single month. And cash flow really tells you that this is what you need to have. If you add up all your expenses in a month, it's really giving you a target of what you need to aim to make sure that you've got that amount of money in your bank account every single month to carry, cover those expenses and still make the profit that you'd like to achieve. Yeah. Can I just add to that? I think, I think what we, um, one of the documents, and it, it sits on the cash flow side. You know, I, I, I indicated that, you know, you've got those three important documents and, but, and your cash flow statement is imperative. Not, not just your cash flow statement now because that's your bank statement. Yeah. It's that you've got to take your budget and your actuals and then you work it into a cash flow analysis and a cash flow statement because that, that spikes, it speaks to what Mandy said is about that flow in your business. Mm. You know, where does the money come in and go out? But you, you can't, you, you need to bring all those documents together also those two documents to put it into your into your uh, cash flow analysis. And what you find plumbers, what they or not, not plumbers, let's not single heads, <laughs> a lot of businesses is that they land up spending profit, not cash mm. at the end of the day. And then they get caught, they caught, get caught very quickly out at the end. If you don't have it, uh, Mandy spoke about the taxes. Now obviously if you're VAT registered or you're PAYE, you have to pay that at the end of the month. Mm. Uh, there's a certain time that you have to pay it. Mm. Now, if you don't have a cash flow analysis, you think you've got, and they tend to live like this, oh, I've got all this money in the bank account, so let's go and spend it. But in reality, well, guys, don't forget 30th or the 28th or the 29th or whenever, I think it's around about there, you have to pay your VAT. Mm. Then when you get to that, I, I always used to fall into the, <laughs> the trap you know, when you get your audited finance or your financial statements at the end of the financial year, and I'm hopefully Mandy will go, they, they will walk in and they will show you, they, they will give you your financials and they'll do the little, you know, the fancy stuff that they do, the accountants and the auditors, and then they say, you, you they work out your 28%, and then they say, you owe 28%. Let's say it's 100,000, you owe 28,000 in profit, and you go, well, where's the money? <laughs> On paper, it says, yeah, you made a profit, you owe the tax man this money, but there's no cash in the bank. And that was the point I made earlier, is that you've got to be vigilant about, just because it shows that you've got a revenue and a turnover, the reality is your cash, and you've got to really, really push for that. And that's why all those three documents should work together as a tangent. Easier said than done at the end of the day. You know, it's a... But uh, it's imperative. Yeah, that it does take a lot of discipline. I think discipline is key in terms of um, managing 
your cash flow and making sure you have available money available to if there's money in the bank you and you've got that cash flow projection you can you can project what monies you're going to be having to pay for back for your pay as you earn for when your annual returns are done for your workman's comp and things like that. And you can plan for that. And I've learned the hard way. And so through my experience, I now know I put that money across in a separate account. I don't look at it. It's there. And so when those accounts become available, then I know I've got it there. I don't have to worry about it. You know, it's there to pay. Yeah. I just, I just want to, you know, um, is that, Mandy, that's the way each person deals with it in whatever way they want to do it. And 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 in my business, let's I can assure you, throughout my whole life, cash flow has always been a challenge. It's always always been a challenge. You know, let's not. I'm not sitting here as I'm the best and the preach. People don't realize how much, you go, go and speak to your peers out there. Cash flow always becomes a conversation, not necessarily a conversation. What happens is they hide behind the fact that, well, I've got this problem. Nobody, they have a perception nobody else has got it. But it's a, it's a common problem in the industry and we should learn from each other. And hence we're sitting here and saying, well, this is give you our experience of how to do. So Mandy has indicated this is the way that I do it, is that instead of sitting in my bank account and say, oh, I've got money, let me go and blow it. She takes it out of her, her, her funds and parks it into a different fund, which then takes her eye off the ball. And then not, not eye off the ball. I don't mean it in that. It takes her yeah. eye off that set of money. It's been parked. So what's reality in my bank account is money that I can now use to either use to buy new equipment or improve or whatever it is from that point of view, if that's your plan. Yeah. That's part of Mandy's plan. It takes the temptation away. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's yeah. what I was about to say. Yeah. You know, it, it I, just, sorry, but I just want to add in one thing over here is it's all good and well for me to say that I know that those expenses are coming up so I can set it aside someplace so that I know that when I, my back becomes due, if this becomes due, I can pay those things. But there's a lot of unexpected things that can happen in your business. Um, your vehicles can break down, all kinds of things, machinery, equipment, and things like that. And that is unexpected. And so that is why you have to manage this really carefully. That's also why, you know, listening to the two of you and coming back to the temptation, Mandy, and the word that you use, the discipline that is needed to and the importance of understanding what cash flow is and properly managing it according to, to, to the requirements thereof to make a success out of your business. Hence, we're having this discussion and we're going to go into a little bit more detail just now. But before we do, let's just for our viewers and our listeners out there, uh, take a quick ad break. We'll chat to you again just now. Good day. How can I help you? Hi. I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem. But did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called The App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh, well, let me show you how it works. Not only can you access your PRRB profile on the App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. 
Welcome back. You are still tuned into another episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast. I have with me my two guests, Mrs. Mandy Kill from the UPP Group, Mr. Lee Smith as well. And we are discussing in this episode cash flow, understanding cash flow, the importance thereof, um, the importance of properly managing it. We were looking at what exactly cash flow is just before we went into an ad break. And as, as from what I can determine, you know, from different business owners' perspectives, there are different methods and different ways of properly managing your cash flow. Mandy, if I can quickly ask you, I heard birds whistle and I heard phrases thrown around. One was uh, the accrual method of managing your cash flow and one was the accounting method of, of using your, your, or managing your cash flow for that matter. Yes, um, so, you know, I engage with quite a lot of small businesses in terms of coaching them with finances and and I've learned that I must stay away from the terminology because it just confuses them. And I think we can talk about cash account, accounting methods and, and accrual accounting methods. And I think that that maybe, you know, just takes away from what it really is. In simple terms, all it means is that when we talk about cash accounting, we we you run in the kind of business that is um, almost very day to day, if I can put it that way. So um, if you have a book full of residential um, clients and that's your main game, you are typically receiving a phone call. They you're going to go and assess and it's. Uh, element thermostat or toilet mechanism or whatever it is, you've got the stock on your vehicle or you might have to go and buy it from your supplier that day um, and clients are paying you that day or in that specific month. So the money that you are, if the jobs that you are invoicing, you're receiving the cash in that same month, preferably immediately. Okay. So um Clients are paying you as you are finishing the job. And also the stock that you've purchased, you've paid for it in that month. So it's money in and money out and that's it. And it's it's quite simple. When we look at the accrual method, this is typically where you have, um, where you're purchasing things on account and you might have 30 day accounts. So what I'm buying today, the stock that I'm buying today on the 29th of June, I'm only paying for at the end of July. I'm not paying for it right now. And similarly, um, if you have many commercial clients, so a lot of our clients are commercial clients, they pay us 30 days from dates of invoice. So I might be invoicing the job now. And so by the end of the month, let's say I've got a million rands worth of turnover jobs that I've invoices invoice in that month, but I'm only going to receive payment for those invoices 30 days after I've invoiced the client. So the money's not immediately reflecting into my account. And from a cash flow point of view, you need to understand how your books operate, whether you're receiving money immediately or whether it is a deferred payment, um, because that helps you in terms of knowing how to um, make financial decisions and payments, etc. Yeah, I think I think the, the, the key word is you've got to make sure that you manage it correctly. Yes. You know, that's why we keep using the word cash flow management. Yes. You know, it's uh, about managing your, you know, the, the, the ideal world is um, if you, as Mandy indicated, if you intend to be in the residential market or the cash upfront market, your expense takes place, you get your invoice for it. 
uh, sorry, you get the payment on your invoice for it. The two match up straight away. Putting aside VAT and putting aside um, profits, you know, paid to the taxman at the end of the financial or pays you earn or, you know, and then you tend to match those ones up there. In the same way as that when, you, when you're getting bigger, you know, bigger, you go on a 30 day account, but then your supplier understands that as well. Then you move it on to, they, they give you a 30 day statement, a 30 day account as well. So the two, so in essence, the two will match each other. So theoretically, your invoices that are out on a 30 day statement will match the 30 day payment of when it is. And those two should coincide exactly at the same time. But I think it boils back to the fact of planning, Lee, because now your, your, your customers are paying you 30 days in advance, but you're still at the end of this month, or not in advance, uh, in, in, in arrears. If we're no, 30 days. Way. So, but you still at the end of the day have expenses that need to go and need to be paid at the end of this month. You still have salaries to pay, you still have, and there's always, like Mandy mentioned, Lee, those unexpected things. You know, your equipment may break, a tool may break, or <laughs> whatever the case may be, and that needs to be replaced immediately in, in order for you to carry on delivering the services and the, and the uh, products that you supply and provide. Yeah. Welcome to our headaches. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, and this is not speaking about the topic of cash flow directly, but it does have an impact on cash flow. And this is where I think a lot of people in small businesses, whether it's a plumbing business or not, fall short. And that is when they are calculating the rates that they charge. So when you are calculating your rates, if you've got a proper budget, as Lee indicated, your budget will include um, setting aside things for the servicing and repairs of your equipment, your vehicles, and things like that. Um, if you're not doing that, if you're not thinking about those things and, and including it in your budget and including it into your cash flow projections and how you need to maintain things and things like that, um, because all those costs you need, need to take into account when you calculate what your rate is that you're going to be charging clients. Um, and so I think a lot of people don't calculate the rates correctly. So even though they're invoicing and they're receiving money, they cannot understand why they don't have sufficient money to pay for the things that they need to. And it's in that calculation and it is so critical. Yeah, so, so Mandy, that is, yeah, it's what Mandy said, it was 110%. So you can, the, the, and this is a different, total different conversation to this thing. But you can, we can sit here and give you some clue, uh, some some advice on how to manage your cash flow, or give you a, this wonderful thing. And you can follow those rules to a T. But if your starting point is off the mark, <laughs> your end point is going to be off the mark. And exactly what Mandy says, if you don't make an allowance for in your calculations and your your um, your rates out there. If you didn't make an allowance, you're going to be caught in the back end. That's it. Lee, Mandy, before we started recording, I made a couple of notes here that I have on paper. We, we, we have sp spoken about staying on top of your bookkeeping, how that is important, crucially and vitally important. Generating cash flow statements and understanding and staying on top of those statements. Those were the documents that you referred to at the beginning of the conversation, Lee. Um, we also spoke about analyzing your cash flow and understanding um, what how the money is moving through your business. Um, and we also, we can speak about figuring out whether you need to increase cash flow for that matter. Um, for those things, like you just mentioned, Mandy, Mandy um, by, by adding that 
into your calculation of your, of your rates that you charge. Um, we can also talk about cutting expenditure, cutting unnecessary spending where we need to. Yeah, so that's, that's all part of managing your cash flow because the reality is, as Mandy indicated, you're going to have that, that un, unforeseen event which is going to impact on your cash flow. Which that, that, so you might have the cash in the bank, but it's going to cause a, a knock-on effect. And then, so how do, you, how do you manage that cash on a knock-on effect? There's numerous ways of doing it. You know, obviously trying to collect your cash up quicker, maybe going to your supplier, not your suppliers, to your... Um, to your um, uh, your customers who are on a 30-day account and offering maybe an additional 2.5%, 5% for er early settlement. In the same way as what a supplier does to you, you heard this 5% early settlement discount is because they understand that cash rather in my bank account than your bank account, you know, and they've got, there's, there's different tricks and trades, you know, that you do that specific thing. But the all important thing is that just be on top of it because when you're on top of it, you see the problem. And, and I think, very important and, and, and more difficult when you've got employees sitting in the situation, but have a conversation with your supplier. You know, don't, don't try and duck and dive the issue because, you know, put the phone down. Have an honest conversation at yeah. the end of the day. That's very important. You know, we all hit problems in our cat. Trust me, as I said in the beginning, I've had numerous of businesses and Cash flow is always a bane of my life. <laughs> it's, it's not a, and it's, it's not a. <laughs> and Lee, you mentioned it. It's not unique to whoever feels that they've got a problem with their cash flow and that it's a challenge for them. Yeah. It's not unique to them, um, you know. And it's with these kind of podcasts and vodcasts that we have that we try to share that information with people, give them a couple of tips, understanding cash flow better. Uh, we always boil down to when it comes to plumbers and the plumbing industry that certain people are great with working their hands. Now they start their own business and there's a couple of things that they need to know about business and how to manage your business. And cash flow certainly is one of the most crucial things in I your doubt. business. No doubt from that point of view. And I think just, just in line with what, what Lee was saying is um, we don't think about the relationships that we have with our stakeholders when we're looking at our finances. And the relationship is both on our supplier side as well as on the client side, as, as Lee indicated. And those conversations, and this is where your relationship and the value that you add to your clients come into play. I have found that, you know, we're in a very tough market at the moment, a tough economy, everyone's been impacted, all businesses have been impacted by COVID and their finances, etc. And a lot of our commercial clients that would pay deposits before are no longer paying deposits. Okay. Um, but because of the relationship that we have with them, when it comes to certain types of projects where I might need to go and get an item that I don't have a, an, a, an account with at a supplier, I can go to them and I can say, listen, on this specific project, can we chat about it? And because of the relationship and the value add and the service they receive, they, they're very willing to do that because they still want you to be their provider when it comes to doing that installation. So you can work things out. The same with your suppliers. If um, I find that is, um, money's coming in a lot slower than what it used to as well. So before we, I might be able to go and pay, you know, on the 25th of the month, maybe not only on the first of the month, because now I've got to wait until that money comes in and they've become accustomed to how we pay. And it's just that simple picking up of that phone and saying, this is what's happening. And they say, fine, no problem. 
And as long as you've got that open discussion going and that relationship, you have to involve your relationships in how you run your finances. It's so critical. Lee, Mandy, uh, thanks to Stack for having joined me uh, for this episode, sharing your knowledge that you've gained over the years in your respective businesses and the different kinds of businesses also that you've, that you've owned and managed and still own and manage. Um, I do believe that it carries a lot of value to our viewers and our listeners. We have drawn to a close of this episode. Um, so thanks, Stack, for your time and effort. Right. Thanks a lot. I'll just maybe just in a closing yes. statement is that um, we, must, we must acknowledge that, I mean, I said in the beginning, we all have this problem, mm. if you know what I'm saying. And in life, it's about how you manage the problem going forward because you're always going to have problems. It's how you manage it. And, uh, but also part of that management means that you must learn you know, we're giving you a touch with it. So, so go and have a look at the different CPD programs out there. Oh, Take Ma Ma Mandy's coaching course, you know, getting, uh, get, what's it, UPS, UPS? UPP. UPP. UPP, yeah. engage with them. There's a multitude of programs out there. Take an hour out of your life, which will give a return on investment <laughs> tenfold sure. down the line. Thanks, but thanks again, Valam. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Stack. To Thank you. Our, Thank you, Willem. Thank you, Dee. <laughs> Thanks, Mandy. To our listeners and our viewers, don't go away just yet. We have a few industry announcements that we will make just after this. A countdown to the IOPSA Awards event and the PRB's Champions for Charity event is almost over. Just a few hours to the awards event, which takes place tomorrow evening, the 28th of July, at the Royal Elephant Hotel in Centurion. Champions for Charity is also just around the corner on the 30th of July and also takes place at the Royal Elephant Hotel. Join the good fight and get your tickets today or make your donation to any of the nominated charity initiatives or organizations by following these simple steps. First, visit the Champions for Charity website at www.championsforcharity.co.za. Then, click on the option to view the fighter profiles. Then, select the specific fighter or charity initiative or organization that you would like to support. Add the amount you would like to donate. Then, click on the Donate button and add your contact details to plow back into society. Of course, it's also time to announce the winner of the second round of the PRB's article writing competition. The winner is Mr. Garth Kenneth Watkins of Edge Plumbing, who of course have won himself the awesome prize of a heat pump installation course, and of course whose article will be published on the TMP magazine. Be sure not to miss out on standing a chance to win big and earn CPD points enter the next round of this exciting competition. Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.